What's the best way to have a conflict with another person? Hey, it's Jono White here. Welcome to the leadership question of the day. In this podcast, you're going to have three tips around doing conflict really well um, when, when it needs to happen. And uh, thank you for subscribing, following, liking, sharing. If you haven't done that yet, then please tick, click that, uh, click that button right now. It helps us to get the word out to help more leaders become the very best they can be. So how do you do, how do, you do conflict well when, when it needs to go there? Um, the first tip I want to give you is FBI. I, I remember struggling with conflict and, and reading lots of different things and scratching my head. And, um, uh, and one of the things that's helped me along the way is when I came across Simon Sinek's FBI framework. And I like the FBI framework because it's simple, uh, it's portable and memorable, it's really easy to, to apply. And I feel like it does force us to think think through a, a bit more clearly the conflict, um, the confrontation. Um, so FBI stands for feeling behavior impact. And so it's just a process of saying, as, as Simon Sinek says, when you need to have a conflict, you need to, you need to explain FBI. It doesn't have to be in that order, but you have to explain your feeling what their behavior was specifically and what impact it's, uh, it's having or had on you or will have on you. Uh, because when, when you miss one of those three things, that's when it fails often to connect with the other person. And so what he says is you actually go through, and we'll, I'll explain what each of these is, FBI in a second, in a bit more detail, but you actually say these in any order again and again and again. And each time you pause after you finish explaining the three of them, you let the other person unpack what they need to unpack but then you restate FBI because often it takes a person on the other end a couple of times to absorb it. So what do we mean by FBI? Well, we got feeling first. So there's a conflict. Um, and so how does, it, how does it make you feel? How do you feel about what's happening, about this conflict? Uh, you know, let's use a really simple example. There's a person who has just turned up late to a meeting. They're five minutes late and you've got 10 of the people in the meeting and this one person turned up five minutes late and you know you need to have a you know small battle with them about this turning up late. Well, them turning far up five minutes late, what's the feeling, what's the, what's the emotion? So for you it might be um, frustration, it might be exasperation, it might be um, anger. Let's go with frustration. <coughs> Say you're feeling frustrated as a, as a leader because this person turned up five minutes late. Okay, that's the F for feeling. B is for behavior. So what's the behavior? So this is great because it forces you to stop and go, hmm, what's the specific behavior that's at play here? Now in this case, the specific behavior is you arrived five minutes late for the meeting. Now they might have 10 different excuses but or 10 different reasons, but the point is you arrived five minutes late for the meeting. That's the behavior. Okay, the impact. So this is the really clever bit of FBI because it helps someone, uh, it helps with our communication to actually unpack why this is important to us. And so I, I, Simon Sinek talks about this exact uh, situation, someone turning up late, and he talks about the impact being creating a culture of punctuality. And um, so the impact when this person arrives five minutes late, it, it's not about them being there on time. It's about the culture of punctuality because you're trying to be consistent with everyone. So when one person doesn't turn up on time, it's it, it actually is unhelpful for the whole culture of punctuality you're trying to create. 
And so that, that means FBI would go a little bit like this. When you're actually having the conversation, instead of just saying, hey, you turned up late today, what, what, what's up with that, man? Um, you actually say, hey, so you might start with the behavior. Hey, uh, I just wanted to have a quick chat with you. I noticed that you turned up five minutes late to the meeting. Um, I, I feel uh, frustrated about, um, about this, about you turning up five minutes late, because I'm trying to create a culture of punctuality and so it's not so much about you being late but when when you are late it's I have to think about all 10 people and being consistent to everyone because I'm trying to create a culture of punctuality and then you stop and you shut up and you let them speak and the idea is that they go oh but I actually had this really good reason and blah 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 and um, you know blah 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 and and it's I'm not always late you know okay um, but then once they finish, you say, yeah, I, <coughs> I understand where you're coming from. Um, it's just that I, I feel, I feel, you know, really frustrated when you turn up, you know, when you turned up five minutes late, I, I felt frustrated because it's, it's the culture of the whole team's punctuality that I'm trying that, that for me as a leader, I'm really trying to work on and be consistent with and so it's it, it undermines that overall culture of punctuality and so you keep doing that until uh, well until a reasonable time but the point is that re- you're reinforcing the same three things how I feel your specific behavior the impact and sometimes people need to be reminded of that a couple of times before they absorb it so that's the first tip FBI that's the main one I'm going to focus on the second tip is to ask yourself do we need to have a conflict you probably want to do this before the first tip, but I wanted to give that first one uh, because it's just a really helpful framework and sometimes you just have to go there, right? But but if if it's not a have to go there situation, then that the great question to ask is, do I have to have a conflict about this? And um, I have a book called Step Up or Step Out that I've written about dealing well with difficult people. And one of the biggest things I talk about in the book is that clear expectations are so important. and often when I work with a leader and they're ready to have a big confrontation with someone we stop and go back a step and look at the expectations and realize whoa there's so much lack of alignment around expectations and it just means you know um, (laughs) when you have when you have a lack of alignment around expectations it's like you know you're a soccer coach and you put a guy on the field but you haven't told him whether he's playing soccer or anything else and you get uh, someone else and you put her on the team and um, you you know she thinks it's tennis um, he thinks it's it's uh, rugby league and you're trying to get them to play soccer and so she's got a racket on and she's hitting the ball around with a racket and he keeps picking it up and kicking it and thinking he's scored when he kicks it over the goal and you're like that went over the goal that didn't go in the goal and you're sitting there going you know what the issue is the issue is that she's playing tennis not soccer and he's playing rugby league not soccer and it needs to change it's like no well the issue is you never told them that that the expectation is to play soccer so that's the issue so if you could actually align all three of you if you could explain to the two of them the rules of soccer the expectations of soccer don't pick up the ball no you can't have a racket on the field um and the goal is to get it into that rectangle with the net behind it yes that's a goalkeeper you've got to try to get it past them um, if you can, if you clarify those expectations, they go, ah, and they stop picking up the ball. And if they do pick up the ball, now you can say, hey, remember it's soccer. You don't pick up the ball. I explain this. 
uh, rather than telling the footy, the rugby league player, why do you keep picking up the ball? He's like, oh, that's what I'm meant to be doing, isn't it? Um, so do you have to have the conflict? And then um, tip three is to listen, listen, listen. You know, in property, they talk about location, location, location. Well, I feel like in leadership, it's like, the value of leadership is listen, listen, listen. It's like similar to location. Um, the, the you know a leader who's who falls short in experience, a leader who falls short in strategic. Um, you know they haven't they haven't done. They're, they're not really strong in strategy. If they're a great listener, an active listener who helps people feel heard, then that is so key. So for you. Yes, you know, there's times when you just have to go there. Legit, I get that in conflict, right? There's times where you just have to go there. But a lot of the time, we need to listen better. We need to listen better. And I I say this all the time, but people don't feel heard when you understand them. Okay? When the penny drops for you, that's not when they feel heard. Get that. You know, take hold of that. When you understand them, when the penny drops for you about what they're explaining, that is not the moment that they feel heard. The moment they feel heard is when the penny drops for them, that you understand them. So they need to have a penny drop moment of their own, that you understand them. That's why active listening, which can feel so redundant, well, I just repeat things back to people, yeah, but it's because you, you actually need them to have an aha moment that you understand. So you first need to actually listen to have the aha moment. Ah, I understand. Now you need to repeat back to them so that they have a penny drop aha moment. And when they have that moment, that's when they feel heard. So if you want to be a great listener, if you want to be a great leader, what's leadership about? Listening, 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 just like property is about location, location, location. Well, great listening means helping others feel heard by listening to them, not just understanding yourself, but helping them have a penny drop moment when they understand that you understand. Hey, if this has helped you get clear in your leadership, then comment wherever you're listening or watching with the word clarity. Uh, Thank you for subscribing, following, liking, sharing. I always love hanging out with you and uh, I look forward to spending some more time with you next time. I'm John O'White and you are awesome. Take that on board. Accept that. Just take hold of it. Let it sink in. You're incredible. There's a reason you're here. I believe that. No coincidences. And if I was sitting across from you over a wonderful cup of coffee, I'd say this. You're amazing. Get that in your head. And let's hang out some more another time. Cheers.